And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review a film Mm -hmm. called Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Now, as far as I'm concerned, this movie should have been called Extremely Long and Incredibly Dull. (laughs) Well... That said, perhaps you better tell us more about the movie. Well, yes. It stars (laughs) Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. and Sandra Bullock as Thomas and Linda. They are a married couple. The movie stars these two people, but they are not the stars of the movie. The star of the movie is a young man named Thomas Horn, who plays their son, Oscar. Mm -hmm. He has never stepped before a camera in his life before this. He carries this entire movie. And as much as I dislike the movie, the kid is amazing. Well, I think we have to say that Thomas Horn, the only camera that he found himself in front of, was a television camera because he was the winner of the Jeopardy Whiz Kid competition. That's true. And he did so well on that show, and he was such an interesting personality that the producers brought him in to screen test for this film. And he won the audition. And at that point, and I have to say I agree with you, Les, that he's able to carry this movie on his slim, slender little shoulders is quite, quite remarkable. And the fact that he does so and is not embarrassing at all is miraculous. But let's talk about the plot. Let's talk about the plot such as it is. Oscar's father, Thomas, played by Tom Hanks, was unfortunately in the North Tower on the morning of Mm 9-11. And during the whole hysteria before the building collapsed, he kept calling home and leaving messages on the phone. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm going to be all right. Correct. The more he called, the more hysterical he got. And finally, we discover that he is killed. Sandra Bullock, of course, plays Linda, his wife. And like Sandra Bullock or not, just about all she does in this entire film is cry. Well, she tries to hold the pieces together. I mean, after all, this is a shattering experience, especially for the loved ones. And in this case, the movie focuses on what happens to a child whose father is killed. It's really Oscar's story. And Sandra Bullock has a more supporting role in this film. Yes, it is supporting. But as I say, she doesn't do much acting. She does a lot of crying. And I don't blame her. You know, we were all here when 9-11 happened. I think we all cried. We were all very shattered by it. And this could have been a very, very interesting story. Well, I think it's interesting. Interesting when Oscar goes into his father's closet and discovers a key that's inside of an envelope, and on the back of the envelope is the word black. And that's really the key to what this whole movie is about. It's right. a journey that this kid undertakes to find out what the key means, what it belongs to, and what it means to Oscar to solve that mystery, and what is his father trying to tell him. Oscar believes that this is a sign from his late father and that he has to solve this mystery in order for him to go on with his little life. That's what the way I interpreted. Well, that's very true. And we spend the entire film watching him travel all over New York City. All five boroughs. (laughs) Looking for somebody named Black. He goes through the phone book, actually. Yes. And looks up every person's name with Black and then ostensibly goes on this unbelievable journey to try and locate each person, question them to see if they know what the key means. Yes. 
Now, he is helped along the way by an elderly man who is a tenant, supposedly, in his grandmother's house. We don't know his name ever. He is called The Renter. He's played by Max von Sydow, and this man is either unable or unwilling to speak aloud. So he has the word yes tattooed on one palm and no on the other palm. Right. And anything else he wants to communicate, he writes on a piece of paper. This gets uh, boring. Well, it's (laughs) tedious. It is. But he does go along with young Oscar, and I think that that's not a bad idea for a young 11-year-old kid to have a companion, an adult, along for the journey. And they do an awful lot of exploring together, and therein lies the, as I said, the crux of this movie. Now, there are entertaining moments in this film, but for the most part, for me, I just started twitching in my seat. I was certainly moved by the whole thing of 9-11 and the family left behind. I was very moved by that. I always have been. Mm -hmm. But I think that this film, which was directed by Stephen Daldry, just didn't grab me. I think, too, that we have to remember that Oscar's personality is colored by the fact that he may or may not have some autistic tendencies. This is never really cleared up in the film, but there is a hint of this because they say that he has been diagnosed and he's had certain tests that he's had to take, and that probably accounts for his quirky behavior. And I think that's important because a normal kid probably wouldn't be quite as obsessed as Oscar is, nor would he be as clever. This is a very precocious child who is able to figure out how to do what he has to do, and he is obsessed with making maps of each borough and crossing off the names of each person named Black that he meets. And along the way, by the way, he does meet Viola Davis, who plays a character in this film. And true to form, Viola Davis is very wonderful in this cameo role, and she indeed is very sympathetic to this young boy trying to find what the key means, and she delivers a very moving performance. I agree with you, Les. The problem with the film is that there is not a bit of whimsy here. And this is a film that needed some of that, the kind of whimsy that we saw in the movie Hugo, for example, where you have a young boy and a key, and he's trying to do something similar, trying to find out what the key belongs to. Sure. That movie is filled with whimsy. This movie needed some of that in order to make it really effective. As such, the messages that this film delivers, which are noble. Unfortunately, as the screenplay unravels, I felt that the screenwriter took us into too many blind alleys. The messages ended up being muddy, and I just never quite got what the screenwriter wanted us to understand. Right. And it's unfortunate because this could have been, as you pointed out, a really effective film. Instead, it's kind of a muddled mess. Yeah, I've got to agree with you on that. And listen, I think Tom Hanks is so wonderful, and he's very wonderful in this role. I mean, he's only on the screen for about 10, 15 minutes, and he's wonderful to watch. And Viola Davis always gets to me. And by the way, while she is very sympathetic to Oscar's problem, she's having problems of her own because just as he gets to her house, her husband, played by Jeffrey Wright, by the way, that is William Black, he's walking out on her. Mm -hmm. The marriage is over, so she certainly doesn't want to talk to a little kid knocking on the door, but she does so. And I think that is a very moving moment in the film. But for the most part, I was untouched and 
unentertained. I think that they tried to make an allegorical adventure story out of the 9-11 tragedy. And the philosophical point of the film is that nothing really makes sense. And the awfulness of that tragedy, unfortunately, doesn't make sense either. So you're stuck with a movie that ends up saying, you know what, nothing makes sense in life. And this particular film proves that. And that's a very unsatisfying feeling to have as an audience member. Of course, of course. You really want closure. Or you want some kind of definitive statement about it. Sure. And I didn't quite get that from this film. I thought it was jumbled. I think it's a noble effort, as I mentioned. So for me, this movie gets an extremely and incredibly yellow light. (laughs) Well, Anne, I'm going to give it a barely flickering yellow light as well. I sure wanted to like it much more than I did. That's unfortunate. You know, I just wish that somebody would come and make a good film about the family left behind on Mm 9-11 and make it work and make you believe that things do make sense in the end. So, two yellow lights for Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, starring Tom Hanks and Sandra Bullock and the wonderful Thomas Horn. Well, we'll be back to review another film very, very shortly, as we always do. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that one of these days, not too far away, we're going to find ourselves extremely loud and incredibly close to you at the movies. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.